Hey everyone, this is Andrew Fouts, producer of Call of a Mentor. We wanted to just give you a heads up as to where we have been and what you should be expecting from us over the next few weeks. Dwight and Angela and I have been at Reach Gathering and we recorded their track session and wanted to share that with you. So over the next few weeks, you are going to hear the session that they taught at Reach Gathering 2021. If you would like to hear more from Reach Gathering 2021, you can do so by going to the Reach Gathering Facebook page, the Overwhelming Victory Facebook page, or the Ministry Misfits Facebook page and viewing interviews as well as live recorded sessions from this event. If you'd like to learn more about Reach Gathering, you can do so by going to reachgathering.org. We hope that you will enjoy the next few weeks and we will talk to you all soon. She knows what it means to be the coach's wife. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
been doing it for almost 20 years. Awesome. Wow. We'll give you all some tips to take it even further. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> five, kids. Five, kids. five kids. Five kids. We understand that as well. Right? Yeah. And, and if you think about it, oh, we, did it we did it in a more compressed time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We, yeah, so we've like, from 13 to 4, so. Um, one time we went on a cruise for seven days, and somebody said, well, where did, did you say you had a smaller baby? And this was, I think, 2018. And somebody said, well, how'd you get somebody to keep the child for a week? I said, we birthed him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my wife told her older boy to go and take care of that one. Yeah, there you so. go. <laughs> um, Kelly Stonis, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Awesome. Serve in ministry at Northside Methodist Church. Been there for 22 years. Awesome. Uh, have three daughters, 12, 10, and uh, 7, and... Oh, my husband and I met in eighth grade. Wow. Um, never dated. He asked me out in eighth grade. He was pretty persistent through all the years. Finally, happened. So. Wow. My wife understands that, that we often get jokes by our kids that, when did y'all meet? When did y'all have time to date? We met and married when we were, she was 18 and I was 19, four months after I met her, I was going to date and I married her. <laughs> I never let it go, so they always joke us about being so young, getting married, and people always have it's because we got married. And we met at one of the crazy places. We met at Food Line. That's a whole other workshop. Well, we'll hopefully give you some tips for y'all going forward. And then does your husband help in the sports ministry to volunteer or anything like that? Yeah. All right. And he's in commercial real estate. He's yeah. in all that wow. business. So. But he's been supportive. Yeah, that's good. And we know people that their spouse hasn't been supportive. So that, again, eventually he served in it, served you in it, and just didn't realize it. And yes. then, so we can be congratulate those kind as well. Mm-hmm. Next. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Rich, can you next slide. So we want to just give you some information about communication. Now, most of the time, whether you are, I don't care where you are, I don't care if it's family. If it's uh, marriage, if it's uh, co-workers, you need to know how to communicate. We all need to know how to communicate. My husband wrote down a word years ago, and I don't know if he meant to do it, but it stuck with me. And communicate, communication or communicate is just come and unite. Just come and unite is what, if you break this word down, is what it means. Come is, is action. You know, you're, you're, you're always doing it. So you're always developing Especially in, in marriage and family, there's seasons to your life. Your kids are small now, they won't be small forever. So there's seasons to your life. You're married 10, 12, 15 years, 30 years, there's seasons to your life. So you want to make sure that you are ready for each season because your communication will likely change. Um, so we want to look at that. So we want to, what are you doing, babe? Play the video? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to try to play this video and see if it. Every couple deals with anger. Some of us are going to have a quicker fuse. Some are going to stuff and simmer and stew. Some are going to blow up. Some repress it. Anger pushes the issue away. If I'm mad at you, then yeah. I'm going to push you away and keep you at bay. And we're not going to deal with the issue. You can open it up and turn it around. What causes quarrel? You know, I'm going to have to do it this way because we don't want to play around with that. Can everybody see that from over there? Your passions are at war within you. A desire you do not have. So you murder. 
you have it, you cannot obtain. So you find it down the way. James 4, 1-2. James 4, 1-2. It's a question that every married couple asks, and that is what causes. There we go. <laughs> the pause go back to so James four, one, two, one, two. This talks about why can't we communicate the way we really want to. Sometimes it may look like you're communicating, but you're actually not. Most of, sometimes it's just being pushed in the rug. I don't want to talk about it because it's going to cause conflict. Conflict, let us tell you that it's inevitable. If you, all y'all are married, you run into conflict. It's knocked on your door. It said hello. You answered it. And you have gotten through it. So these are some of the things that we continue. We want to continue to develop and be better at and even in your even in the new season that you're going through. So uh, in communication there's a difference between listening and hearing. Anybody know? What did Give you me an example. <laughs> tell tell me something, baby. Uh I don't know what to say. Well, no, tell me open the door if you have to. The tree is green. I'm looking at the tree. What do you mean the tree is green? The one I see is brown. The bark. The bark. No, I'm getting It's like I heard her, but I'm not listening to her. She's trying to explain to me about the green part of the tree. I'm like, what's trees got to do with this? But she wants me to see the beauty in them, and I miss that. And so it's, it's, when we hear something, it's, you can hear a lot of stuff. Did you hear me? Yeah. Did you listen to me? No, not so good, so much so. And that happens in marriage because we'll be, we're trying to explain something to our, our spouse. And they don't get that part in, and then that happens in sports ministry, just like it happens in with sports ministers, and like it happens with any other uh, those that are in ministry. And um, the trash going out. Um, I heard her say she wanted to take one, me take the trash out, but did you want me to do it now? Because I'll do it in a little while when I get ready, or something of that nature. Those are those things. Those are the things that cause conflict. Another example is if I love to look at the weather, like I know it's going to rain tomorrow. Yeah. So I love to look at the weather. So if I say to him, "Baby, it's going to rain on Thursday." <clears throat> and he doesn't respond. He heard what he heard me say it's gonna rain on Thursday, but if he doesn't respond, he didn't listen to me. If he responds, that means I have some influence with him. And I'll say, oh, thanks, babe. I, I, I can adjust myself tomorrow. You know, what time is it gonna rain? You know, stuff like that. So that's there's a difference. Like I heard my kids, oh gosh, they're good. Like, mom, did you hear me? I heard you, but I didn't respond. So they have to ask me, Mom, did you hear me? You know, acknowledging exactly acknowledging he's acknowledging what I said about the weather because he was listening to me. Hearing hearing me, he does he's not going to acknowledge because it doesn't spark anything for him to to listen um, to hear. So uh, we want to make sure that we know the differences. And like you said, you know, early which one lets you know that all this that we're talking about, we have a God for. We're trying to. Put this in a, to this hour. You can always find us at marriage map. We're trying to put this into an hour, which is two days. Some, of the, some <laughs> of the things that we love to tell couples um, anywhere, you know, especially in sports ministry. About that hot when, it out. when you come in hot with it and it conflict is drawn, where I come in with Ooh, this is my Let's come in hot yeah. when you lose a soccer game yeah. or adult softball game, leave it on the field. Yeah. Now come right in the door, like, 
Man, they made me mad. Like, God. And I'm blaming her. If you had just come with me, we went through this the other night. I was coaching the adult softball game. I'm used to her being there with me, but she didn't feel well. And we were getting beat by the drunk. And I could have literally come home and, and just took it out on her as the spouse of the sports minister. But the thing was, I sat there. I actually brought my food up and sat right by the bed in the chair. I can remember. And she was like, she, I already knew she didn't feel good, but she had waited up long enough for me to get in that Friday night. And then I was talking to her, and I just saw her doze on out. And I could get all upset about that, but she, she was just she just didn't feel well. But my thing was, and I thought about it the next morning. I did tell her when we talked later. I saw she told me she was feeling well. We were about to see some clients virtually. I said, well, babe, who won't tell you about the game? I just held it. But you can come in hot. And she don't even know why she's getting blamed for whatever you're talking about or using that terms. You did this, you did this. And she's going to get in those eyes in a minute. But I'm just telling you how we sometimes take our jobs, and our jobs just happen to be sports ministers, sports ministry. Um, it happens to be volunteers, that type of thing. And we just take it sometimes, we have to settle a little bit so that we don't come in hot. And then we call that like just flying in to, to blame the next one in line. Usually it's our spots, so that's who we're closest to. The technical term to that is called soft start. So anytime you start a conversation, something's on your heart, uh, I gotta take it to him this way or take it to her this way, always start softly. When I say soft, I'm talking, you're talking about, you're saying, you put it all on you. Oh look, probably 99% is not you. But that 1% that is, let's put that on you. Because you wanna go in the way you wanna come out of it. You know, you don't want to go in flaring and doing all manner of things. Um, so, soft start would be like, uh, for example, I felt, you always want to say how you feel. I felt a little uh, discouraged, maybe, you use a word, or felt a little hurt uh, when you left me out of your. Um, let's see, left me out of the, the impact of the game, or you're telling me about the game. I felt a little, because he could have called everybody else and not told me anything. So what you're doing is saying what you feel, but you're not blaming him for how you feel. I'm not blaming him. It's, it's, I have to own up to that feeling. So how he feel, how I feel, I'm letting him know, but I'm telling him what happened. I'm not making nothing up. I'm telling them a fact that happened. This is exactly what happened. I'll give you another example of that. When I was getting ready to go to that game, I, I, she, she was like upstairs doing something with clothes or something like that. And finally I got a text. She said, babe, I sure think we'll make it tonight. Make it there. And I said, okay. And I thought, for a minute, I'm like, man, you go with me? I know what that was. But I wrote me. back. And I said, okay. I said, and I said, it's okay, Queen, because I always call her Queen. I said, it's okay, Queen. And, but this is what she did. When I got upstairs, she wrote, she says, when I'm getting ready, I said, babe, I'm getting ready, go ahead and go. She says, well, make sure um, you send me some updates on the game. If there was going to be ever any conflict, <laughs> she already squashed it. She already squashed me and her not being able to go together, any of that stuff, because she said, send me some updates from the game. She let me know. I'm going to be concerned. That's their acknowledgement. I acknowledge that he's going to have a game, he's going to be gone, but I want to, you know, I wanted to make sure he knows what I'm thinking about. I'm not just saying, okay, you just go and do whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Okay? Thank you for listening to our podcast today, The Call of a Mentor. If you'd like to leave a positive comment or if you'd like to be on our show, please give us a call at 757-737-8800.
1-800-273-8714, or you can drop us a text message. You can also email us at communityservant85 at yahoo.com. We look forward to hearing from you. The Call of a Mentor is a production of Marriage Map Ministries and EOVBAA in association with Overwhelming Victory Radio. Our executive producers are Dwight and Angela McDowell and Dr. Greg Linville with Andrew Fouts as our associate producer. To find out more about Overwhelming Victory Radio or to listen to any of our sister podcasts, visit overwhelmingvictory.org.